You're listening to The Last Word on Hockey with Jim Berenger, Coach Jay, and Mark Weiss on Northeast Streaming Sports. Here we talk too slow, drive too fast, we're high on life. Trying to make the way things are or the way things used to be the boys and me. Everybody, welcome back to the Last Word on Hockey, Season 2, Episode 12 on Mad Radio Network, Northeast Streaming Sports. Find it all across the podcast streaming now on iHeartRadio. I'm your host, Jim Berenger, Mark Weiss holding the camera. We are live from Monroe Township. We're going to bring Coach Jay in. He's going to be from his house. Unfortunately, Coach Jay can't come to Monroe, but hopefully we get him out here to do another live video soon. We're back. We're going to talk a lot of hockey. Hopefully we get Coach Jay in here, and we'll bring it all for you in the next 25, 30 minutes. Sounds like a plan. I don't see Coach Jay yet, but uh, let's get the festivities started. Wait. Nope, not Coach Jay. Someone else. Alrighty, so let's get the festivities started. A lot to talk about. Big trade for the Habs. Habs fans not happy. The wrong stall. Sent Eric Stahl to the Montreal Canadiens for two draft picks. A three and a five. Yep, in this year's draft. Montreal fans are not happy about it. This is the, this is what we're going to do. They brought him in. Buffalo had to retain 50% of the salary just to get Stahl in. There's about 400000 left on the cap for the Canadians. And, you know, it's a depth move for them at center. I don't know how much Stahl is actually going to help them, to be honest. I think they're looking for more of a defenseman type move. And they may have to move another piece or two out just to get something else in to help this team because they are still struggling though they're starting to pick up the wins the north division is really tough it's very tough and the key thing is that i'm i'm on the hab sites all the time and habs fans not happy about this move they they look at it as not even a band-aid it's like this is just a move to make a move they know they need help on the blue line and you know they go sentimental a lot of those folks and they're talking about let's make a deal with the devils let's get pk back over here you know with, without pk you know we're, we're not the same team da, da 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 and everything like that but you know he can come back, but Devils are going to have to eat 50% of his salary. I don't know if the Devils want to do that. And if he comes back, he's a number two-line, two two-pair two pair D, D guy now. He's not a number one. Yeah, but even if Subban does come back, there's still... Doesn't put pucks in the net. Yeah, but still, even if they eat 50% of the salary, there's still $4.5 that they still got to pay. That's and a lot of money. still a lot of money, and then they have to send a lot of money back to New Jersey just to counterbalance it. Now, why? Subban is a great ad. I don't know if he fits that team right now. I don't know if anybody is going to pick up P.K. Subban at this point. I think the Devils most likely will be trading guys like Botnan, Ryan Murray, uh, maybe Kyle Palmieri. It all depends, as, you said, as we saw in the previous episode, to talk with Dave Pagnota of the fourth period. We were talking about a lot of New Jersey Devils, Ames, Botnan, Murray, you know, Palmieri. Again, what do they want to do with Palmieri? Is their contracts to close? Or what do they want to do? The signing trade? Who knows? But the big thing is, the Devils are going to be sellers at the deadline, and the Canadians got a decent center, and I think Buffalo is going to be a seller again. Well, Buffalo is certainly not a purchaser no, at this point. Absolutely not. I, I mean, they're, they're they're looking for the worst record in the league, and I think that they've got an inside track. Everybody in that Eastern Division, when they see Buffalo on the schedule, they just check the box for two easy points. 
You know, but sounds like Philadelphia is the same way for the Rangers too now. <laughs> I don't know. Buffalo is crazy, you know. It, it's, it's a shame because on paper they had such a good team coming in. They just had Hall again, a head scratcher maybe. They threw a lot of pieces to a jigsaw puzzle in a box, shook the box up, and hoped they would connect. But the pieces, the main pieces of that jigsaw puzzle in net weren't the answer. Nope. Nope. Those guys were not going to be the answer for Buffalo. Now, over to Philadelphia because they have issues, a lot of issues, and the big thing is. Carter Hart, Brian Elliott. 12 points, two natural hat-tricks. They had six points in the second period of one game in Madison Square Garden. The confidence the Philadelphia Flyers are playing with right now is not good. Oh, my gosh. It's not, not good. They're, they're playing not to lose games. It's crazy because we were talking about this during the ball. They're not going to grind it out. And now the confidence... And from the forwards and the fence is seeding to the goaltenders because Elliott and Hart are really good. But the problem is the psyche of a goaltender, their head now is starting to shake. And, you know, hopefully we get Coach Gay on because I really want to know what that does, what that kind of does in front of your team because if they start playing poorly and the confidence isn't there, then the, the goalie starts to struggle and the soft, the shots that normally don't go in are going in. Well, Carter Hart sitting at a sub-90 save percentage. And we all know in this league, sub-90 ain't going to cut it. Matter of no. fact, you probably want to be at 91, 92. And 93, 94 is when you start to approach elite. And I'm not going to blame him because the defense in front of him is non-existent. It looked like the Rangers were playing shitty against his team. And, I mean, but you, you, can't, you can't just throw it on Philadelphia. I mean, you know, Mika Zibanejad, all of a sudden, he's got the COVID rust shaking off, you know? It's amazing. I speak from experience where, like, coming back from three weeks after COVID, you're still gassed. You don't have that extra step. And he's a professional. I'm just an amateur jerk playing out here. He's a professional. You miss that one little little step, little half step, and, and you're behind in everything, your timing shot. And now he's got it. And the bread man's back. Well, and look, I was just going to say, the Rangers are starting to get healthy. They're starting to quit. And it's crazy because to think that – Prior to the season, everybody was picking the Rangers to finish fourth. And this now this is the team that everybody expected them to be. Panarin's healthy. And Zabinajad's playing well. They're clicking with Bugnevich. Adam Fox. Keandre Miller. Everybody's playing well. Shesterkin is now healthy. And it's a good thing for the Rangers that they don't have to have to rely on Keith Kincaid and... Alexander Gorgiev. They have Shesterkin. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I mean, Kincaid did play well. No, he did play well. I mean, I'm he did gonna... exactly what a backup goaltender is expected to do. Exactly. Gorgiev did not. No, but Kincaid, again, is my boy. But he did well for this team. But to have them start to be healthy and starting to click on all cylinders is really good. Really good. It, it's And and then you got that defense that's starting to gel, too. I mean, Adam Fox, can we say he's an elite defenseman in this league at this I point? I can start saying he can be an elite defenseman in this league. Can we, can we say that, like, he's in the conversation for Norris Trophy? Maybe not a winner, but in the conversation. On the ballot? Yeah, on the ballot, in the top conversation. Three? Top three? Or are, we, are, we, are we saying top five? I'm saying top five. I could put them in the top five top, ballot. Top five, and then yeah. he's got a great deep partner. Who, anything that he doesn't do well, that guy does for right, him. Exactly. And and that's what defensive pairs do. They, they complement each other. Those guys want a rubber band, man. Yeah. And... Lindgren is just, he's a, he's a, he's a nice, nasty guy. Yeah. And he doesn't play dirty, 
but he does the dirty things that need to be done, and that's impressive. And then Truba is sitting on number two line, which is number two. Perfect, which perfect. Is perfect for him. I, I mean, but some Ranger fans will cry and they'll say, but we pay him number one money. Get away from the idea of what you pay for money. Just think about where the guy's going to be and what he does. And, and then the rookies. And, and Jacob Truba, when he was with Winnipeg, was perfect slotted at number two. Jacob Truba, Michigan guy. Yep. Just want to throw that out That's fine. Help me throw that out there. All right, Pierre. Help me throw that out there. All right, Pierre. <laughs> All right, Pierre. <laughs> but, I mean, and then you got the big rookies. He's impressive. Yeah. Play a little offense. And the guy's big, he's mobile, he can play offense. I think the Rangers are in a good spot when it comes to defense and they're peaking at the right time. The bread man's back from his Putin woes. Yeah. I mean, that was a sham. Yeah. Notice, notice no one's talking about it. No, anymore. no, no, no. No, that was a total sham and a scam, but you know what? He came back with fresh legs. Yes. And a lot of people are saying the coaching staff. A lot of people are talking about the coaching staff. Yeah. They're saying, David Quinn? Yeah, I mean, what do, what do we do here? You bring Knobloch up and this guy's got the team playing. It's like, what do we do here? Do we do we say we can't get rid of David Quinn? But I mean, certainly you got to give kudos to this guy. He's right. got the money. Exactly. I mean, I really don't know. I mean, I hear a lot of Rangers fans saying, "Ah, oh, David Quinn's not the answer." But I don't know what the question is like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, what's the question? You want to fire this guy, so you want to bring Knobloch no, in? No, we're not firing anyone in midseason. Right. So you're gonna bring Knobloch in? He's got. So keep him on the staff. Keep him on the staff because his team is playing well the way they should be playing, as everybody expected them to play going into the season. Right. So. Uh, Remember yeah. Ranger fans jumping off the bandwagon about oh, three or yeah, four weeks absolutely. ago? Fire Quinn, yes. trade this guy, yes. shoot this guy. Now yes. all of a sudden everyone's like, yeah, we're going to make the playoffs. Pump the brakes, people. We're not as bad as we were back then. And certainly not as great as you think they are right now. So it's it's all going to work itself out. It's a number four spot. And I mean, the Islanders, like, they haven't missed a beat. No, they haven't. And that was my number That was my number four point on here, the Islanders. I'm here at Taylor Baldwin. We're... It's not a good fit. Not a good fit. We haven't talked. We talked fit. about it last week. Not a great it's fit for them. He's bounced around. Unless you're gonna get a package like the Devils got, then I really don't know. The only thing that makes him look good is he's a one and done guy. So you can try to catch lightning in a bottle. There's no investment. I mean, look, the, the way the Islanders are playing, no one they really need to make. I wouldn't make any move either. I would nope. just wait. I just play it out. But, they, but the problem is, when's that goal scoring going to run out for them? Well, that's, that's, that's been, been that's been, been the historical problem over the last three years. Anyway, it's where I mean, Matty Brzezel, great player, moved the puck well. He's on a score. Yeah. Okay. So Jimmy. So the Islanders are you know just playing well and and you know doing their thing. But it's un unbelievable to see that they're still red hot near the top of the division. Washington's at the top of the division right now uh, after beating the Devils two straight games. It's unbelievable that Washington's still this good with Ovechkin getting up there in age, Backstrom getting up there in age. But the Islanders are giving them a run for their money, beating Boston continuously. So it's unbelievable to see that Washington's still there. You know, the Devils are a young team. They're going to have to figure it out their own way. We've been, we've been hey, trying to get Coach Jay on here. I don't know. Hey, Coach, since we can't get you on, why don't you just start uh, throwing some comments out in the chat so at least everybody can see those? Because we've been trying to bring you on air, and it's just not working out. Yeah, I don't know It why. says you keep rejecting my invite. Yeah. I'm feeling hurt. We're feeling hurt here. But we'd like to get him on just to hear some comments from him. But that's okay. Scott Needle, one of our viewers, said I'm, this is the best. 
best I've ever looked in the jersey. Because you got St. Louis Blues. Right the St. Louis Blues. We'll get to the Blues in a minute. Get to the Blues in a minute, Scott. One minute. One minute. minute. But I wanted to bring up something that our, one of our viewers dropped, Ed Materico. Put thing up about Marc-Andre Fleury and Hall of Fame. He, he put a little post. He's like, hey, you think Marc-Andre Fleury is a Hall Think. Think. That, that ticket was punched before that, you went to Vegas. That ticket was punched when he was in Pittsburgh. That, that ticket was punched before you went to Vegas. I'm telling you right now, Mark Andre Fleury is a Hall of Famer. Doesn't matter. He's got three cups to his name. Even though he's a backup on two of them, he was a crucial piece to those Penguins teams winning back-to-back Stanley Cups. He took Vegas to took an expansion team to the, to the finals. final in the first year. Almost won it. They just ran out of gas. Washington a better team on a mission. But Mark Andre Fleury, when he's done. Three years after he's done, his name will be called and will be put in the hall. I, I can't believe we're discussing this. I don't know. Could somebody, you know, that's I, a I no-brainer. Just, I know it is, but you know, viewers post things, so I want to answer. No, no offense, but that's a no-brainer. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, think about that trivia question for everyone. What's the last franchise as an expansion team to make it to the finals? St. Louis Blues. Three straight years. Yeah, but that was, I know that they was were a, different back then. Though. But that was a smart move that the NHL Absolutely. No, you put they the gave those guys life. Right, the expansion bracket was one side, and the original six was the other side. Yep. But speaking of St. Louis Blues, got to mention the passing of Bob Plager, great defenseman for the Blues, great ambassador for the game, great, you know, St. Louis Blues, I'm going to say this, I heard this from a lot of Blues players and people on TV. Beloved. Beloved, but they have one of the best alumni associations they do. in the league, and that guy, what he did for the community, awesome. You saw him play, I haven't, so you can take the floor on this one. He was the master of the hip check. That guy, if he lined you up, he was gonna—he was an old-fashioned defenseman. Get you with a hip check. He, his brother was a great player too. So I mean, they—they they, St. Louis, you know, they had this guy coaching the team, this kind of golden guy. Yeah, I know. He, he turned out to be pretty decent, yeah, right? So, right. And but but Flager was a hard-nosed player. I mean, he never scored more than like three or four goals a year. One year he had 31 assists. I'm trying to figure out how that happened. I'm sure he probably was. Yeah, I think so. He probably was shot on the power play. Different the point. era. Different era. Yeah, I mean. But he was he was a lifer for St. Louis. Every year of that organization's history, he was part of that mix, whether it was a player, a coach. He did that little he dabbled as a coach for like a quarter of the season. He knew it wasn't for him, and that, that's a true sign of a real man saying, you know what, this isn't for me. Someone else is better at this job than I am. I want to go back upstairs. Yeah. And unfortunately, we had heard originally he passed from a car accident. It turns out it was more a cardiac thing that happened while he was driving. We shout out to the family. I mean, we, we give them best and everything like that but, but he's a st louis legend and when they retired his number in 2017 they took his brothers down from the raptors to meet his halfway up and they went back up together that's unbelievable not a dry eye no i mean not st. A louis, st louis one of the best organizations in the national hockey league for a reason they got their cup and they beat boston and you know everybody just nothing but you know best about and, and he was a great example of a guy who expansion saved his career right because he spent three parts of three seasons with the rangers before expansion during the 06 era, and he would be one of those guys who would have been an AHL. And then expansion opens up, and guess what? We see that the guy played, you know, 14 years because he had some talent. Yeah. He really did. He, there was a niche for him to play. Scotty Bowman's a genius. He can turn anything right, right. into anything. Right. Yeah, man, look at the coach, the teams he's coached. He coached St. Louis. He took Pittsburgh, through Stanley Cups, Montreal. Montreal. I mean, well, Montreal, they were Detroit, Detroit. Detroit. I mean, this guy's been around. I mean, Scotty Bowman is a yeah. great coach. I mean, I mean, that's why the, the coach award should be the Scotty Bowman award. Just like the, the Norris Trophy should be the Bobby Orr Trophy, but that's All a nice right. way. Oh, you could call it the Nicholas Trophy, too, because yeah. both guys. 
Situation. It's not bad goalies. Because what in this do? league, what do they, do for them? They're, they're they gotta play defense. They gotta play on guys. They can't just let guys stay open on with no one on them, you know, five feet away from them. I mean, no goalie's gonna be able to stop, you know, NHL shooters with the sticks and the fins that they have in their shots if they're left all alone. I mean, come on. You can't ask them too much of a goalie. He had a perfect yeah, but Jay, I had a question for you. So, if the team in front of them doesn't have confidence, what does that do for the goal psyche? Like, does it mess with their head a lot? Because I'd like to know from your perspective, because they're letting in a lot of soft goals. Oh, and Jay's seen those situations. Oh, my my team as a kid growing up, I faced 60 shots a game, and I kept coming back. And I had to, like, prove that my save percentage was high to prove I wasn't as bad of a goalie of like giving up five, six goals a game, facing 60 shots, coming back every week and doing it again. But you're basically going, I know I'm gonna lose, but I need to look good, you know? I mean, did you see the look in their eyes? The last game, they, they, they were like, okay. what am I doing here? They're like, what am I, I mean, supposed yeah, to do? Some of the goals they let up though, the defense in front of them just didn't help them out. I mean, it's, it was defense. I mean, Offense, too, doesn't help either. I mean, the Rangers actually outplayed Philly in all those games. But still, I mean, Carter Hart's looking around at, like, all right, what, is somebody going to stop somebody right now? It's just ridiculous that, you know, a team like Philadelphia, who 
was pegged to be in the playoffs. Is we all picked them? Yeah, we picked them to be all, it. All three of us losers picked them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Every, everyone picked them. This guy did. And 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 a, and a yes. friend of mine who watches on another site that I sent, he's a, a Flyer fan, my friend Dean. You know, we've talked, and he's a diehard Flyer fan, but we talk hockey, and we're like, we're honest with our opinions. You know, you need, you know, come on, man. Where you guys got to play in front of you? Any no and no NHL goalie is going to be able to stop the kind of shots they're facing. Open. You can't leave yeah. these guys open. It's a different league. It's not Cooper sticks with wooden sticks, like uh, you know. <laughs> I mean, these, these guys don't have chan a chance to come back on a shot when you're going left to right. And the guys are able to take shots off off a pass. Yeah, it's crazy. It's unbelievable the way. I mean, Philadelphia just the struggles continue, but the Rangers playing well. We're saying before Rangers are getting healthy, doing the thing, and clicking, clicking, getting healthy. Panarin doing his thing. Nashville's great. Uh, Zibanejad, Nevis. But the big thing is they got Shesterkin back, and he looks really, really good. I mean, he gave up three goals the other night, but I think once they were up by so many, you just let down. You know, you're doing that. Yeah. There's no yeah. respect for Philadelphia at this point. I mean, is Philly – Jay, is Philly really this bad or are the Rangers this good or a combination of both of them? Uh, you know what? Like, let's put it this way. We were talking about Mika. Mika's part of the subject that we were talking about. Let's hope that yeah, Mika, Mika can do what he's been doing Mika, against the Flyers, against he's other teams. All these guys, he's done all that stuff. Um, Flyers need to – I don't know. I mean, is it a different coaching um, – that is Coach, is Vigneault Coach, on the hot seat? He is on the hot he's seat. He's got to be oh, he's come on. on the hot seat. He's definitely on the hot seat. You, you, know, you know what? I'm going to throw a rumor out there. Um, right. and I'm just purely just making this, this up. So right. I'm, I'm, I'm not even going like, to give anyone credit. But maybe he's just lost interest because he's now thinking, I can get the Montreal job. Yeah, I don't know. Because that's going to be open at the end of the season because yeah, no one's impressing anybody up there. And, you know, French but this ain't a way to do it. You, you know, if French he wants that coach in Montreal, I mean, yeah, I mean, see, I mean, that does happen. It does yeah. work out. If he I mean, wants I, that I, job, he I needs to turn this around. It's not doing anything. No, I don't. I don't want to. He's lost his team. Yeah, I know. So it's crazy to think that that you know, AV on the hot seat. But you know, sometimes you need new blood in there. Dave Haxtell was good. So we'll see what happens. Philadelphia. There's a lot of still a lot of season left. The big thing is going to be if people can stay healthy, and yeah. So you know what I think is a big thing? What? I think the big thing is, and I don't think people are noticing it, but Boston can't beat the Islanders. No, Boston cannot beat the Islanders. Boston can beat everyone, but they can't beat the Islanders. Or the Devils. Or the Devils. But they're not going to worry about the Devils in the playoffs. The Islanders, they're going to be a one. If they get in the playoffs, it's going to be a one-four. Then both the Islanders. Absolutely. And they're not going to beat them. The Islanders are playing well, figuring it out against the Boston. Boston struggling, but yeah, but they're struggling with COVID. The time zone, same with Philly. So we'll see. You know, it's going to be interesting to see another week who gets start to get moved. We already had, like you said, we had the trade deadline. We already had one move. We'll see what happens down the road. Got a one o'clock game today. We got a one o'clock game today, so we'll get you out of here on on this final note from Jay. Good to have you in, buddy. Good to see you there. And we would wish you were down here in Monroe Township. Get your vaccine so we can see yeah, you. We see Soon. You Soon you'll see this ugly mug. Soon enough. All the time. All right. <laughs> we'll see you soon, Jay. All right, All right. buddy. You signing out? Yeah. Take I'm it easy. Out. Thanks again, guys. Thanks for coming on. I'm Jim Berenger. This has been Coach Jay, Mark Weiss, live from Monroe Township. Last word on hockey. Season 2, Episode 12. We'll see you next week. Take and care.